The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. If they ping him for excessive celebration, it's a spot foul. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Number 25 in the offense. The 15-yard penalty being forced from the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com, on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter. Hawkeyes, so far, so good. 2 0 on the season. Wins against Wyoming in the week one against Josh Allen, the superstar quarterback, and then a win last week against Iowa State in Ames. A tough fought battle, winning the game in overtime, but Hawkeyes unscathed. Tough matchup in week two against Iowa State. A little bit of a hangover, possibly in week three against North Texas. And then the Big Ten season starts next week. Number five Penn State comes to town for a night game but Iowa has to beat North Texas in order to get to that point Nate Stanley he's been terrific thus far this season composed collected he's made some great plays for the Hawkeyes Akram Wadley has been a stud on the offensive side of the ball defensively Iowa was very good in week one not very good in week two missing a lot of tackles not making the plays they needed to make on especially in the secondary allowing a few big plays so the key here for Iowa is to get through North Texas get to Penn State get into the Big Ten season Iowa is victorious in this football game. This is quick hits on Hawkeyes Mike. We've done done this a little bit different this year. We formatted it slightly different than we have in the past. What I do now is I go through things relatively quickly. We'll go through all the key plays in the football game, and then we'll get into the stats, a little bit more analysis, get into your Big Ten scoreboard, and then move on to Penn State, talk a little bit about things coming up this week on Hawkeyes Mike. So let's go ahead and get started. Iowa marched down the field in their first possession, 77 yards. Stanley hits Nick Easley, easily onto the left-hand side on on the screen pass, six yards. Touchdown is called on the field, but easily fumbled the ball on the goal line. The ball rolls through the end zone, goes out of bounds for the touchback. They overturn it on the review. Iowa scores a touchdown, but no points. North Texas takes over. 41-yard run by Jeffrey Wilson, the running back, as North Texas drives it down the field. They take an early lead, 7-0. to zero. The mean green on top. Third in line from the Iowa 26-yard line. Stanley drops back, hits Akram Wildly on the right side of the field on the big go play. Wadley down the sideline, makes a move. He scores in the end zone, high-stepping, a flag flies. The official does not like the showboating, does not like the high-stepping. Because Wadley did it before he got to the end zone, they bring it back, call it unsportsmanlike conduct. That's a 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. They bring Iowa back, then they have to rebound. Third and goal from the eight. Stanley tosses it. It's tipped at the line. Hawkinson in the end zone, though, catches it, comes down with it. It's a touchdown. The Hawkeyes tie it up 7-7. Seven to seven. Terrific play. Not how they drew it up, though. <laughs> Stanley throws the ball. He was not intending to hit Hawkinson. Here's Stanley after the game talking about his touchdown to Hawkinson to tie it up 7-7. Seven to seven. No, I've never had one. Usually when they get tipped, uh, it's an interception. But, uh, you know, uh, luckily, luckily TJ was in the right spot at the right time. And, and uh, you know, it was a 
fortunate break for us. Into the first quarter, that's your score, 7-7. Seven to seven. Fourth and four for North Texas, lining up for a field goal at the Iowa 23-yard line with 8-12 left in the first half. Lines up for the field goal, the snap, the kick. Oh, no, it's blocked. Josh Jackson, the secondary, the cornerback, gets in the, in, gets in the backfield, makes a huge play to block the field goal. Manny Ragumba, the other cornerback, steps up there and covers it up. Hawkeyes have a nice momentum-building swing play there. They take over. They can't get a touchdown after the block, but Miguel Racinos comes on and bangs a field goal in from 42 yards out. 5.23 left in the first half. 10-7, the Hawkeyes have taken the lead for the first time on the day. North Texas gets the ball back later on in the half. 46 seconds left. Their quarterback starter, fine. He's out of the game. Quinn Shambor comes in with 11 seconds left and hits Jalen Guyton for 6 yards into the end zone. This drive was weird. They got the ball back with 46 seconds left. There was a great little defensive play on earlier in the drive, but freshman A.J. Epineza was blocked into the quarterback. They called him for a late hit. There were a couple phantom pass interference calls on the possession, but none of it none of it matters. North Texas scores. They have the lead at halftime, 14-10. to 10. After the game, this was a very large topic of conversation. Some of the controversy, some of the bad calls, and Parker Hesse was asked about this and how, you, how do you persevere after some of these bad calls or some of these perceived bad calls, and here's Hesse after the game referencing how you handle it when things are just not going your way. Yeah, I mean, situations like that, you know, it's, it's uh, you got to remain poised. You know, sometimes, you know, AJ's call, it's just him. You know, he's just rushing hard, and you can't control that. You know, a lot of that stuff is out of our control. We can't let that get to us, and, uh, we, you know, we can't pile anything more on it. That's just the way football works. You know, the team prepares. They're going to come ready to play, and sometimes, you know, the ball bounces wrong, calls go, whatever, and you got to just, you know, you keep your poise, and you got to keep doing what you're doing. Parker Hesse on the uh, on the first half and the strangeness that it was. This game was really weird, and at least especially the first half, a very strange, strange game. Iowa scored four touchdowns; they're only given credit for two of them. You look at the Nick Easley play as well as the Akram Wadley touchdown. He was called for unsportsmanlike conduct. You know they have a lead ten to seven, and then they lose the lead fourteen to ten to North Texas at the end of the first half, with less than a minute left, and it's just really weird. Lots of weird pass interference calls. Lots of weird, just really, really strangeness. Here's Josie Jewell after. After the game on the strangeness of the first half and trying to rebound at halftime. Yeah, it was a little different. It felt different on the sidelines. Um, but, you know, a win's a win. Um, and, you know, you better be excited for it and just move on to the next week. Um, you know, carry over the stuff we need to work on. And I think, you know, we'll be ready for next week. Josie Jewell on the strangeness of the first half. Usually when teams are down in the first half to a team that they should beat handily, there's a little bit of anger, a little bit of frustration at halftime. And Jewell was asked after the game about that as well. You know, what was the what was the anger level? What was the frustration level at the end of the first half? And here's Josie Jewell, the senior linebacking leader talking about what how you handle that what is it like in the locker room at halftime I mean a little bit you're always going to have that um, people are always going to be mad about like what they've done in the first half they made mistakes um, communication or you know their own fault so I mean there's a little bit of frustration um, but there's nothing uh, that we couldn't work out and talk about in the in the locker room to fix for second half Hawkeyes trailing at halftime 14 to 10 to North Texas this is quick hits here on Hawkeyes Mike I'm your host Tyler Chumlin at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter you can follow along with all of us at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well been broadcasting Iowa Hawkeye original programming for over 10 years. If you'd like to advertise with us, email us info at hawkeyesmike.com. You can also call us if you're interested in being part of what we're doing at Hawkeyes Mike, 1-866-744-HAWKS. That's 1-866-744-2957.
Robinson. Moving on to the second half, third quarter begins. 11-16 left in the third quarter. Iowa starts at their own 24-yard line. Akram Wildly gets injured. He has an ankle injury. James Butler gets hurt on the same possession. Iowa's without their two leading rushers, their two one-two punch in the running game, but they st- they have a couple guys really step in. Redshirt freshman Torn Young steps in, and then you've got a guy um, in Ivory Kelly Martin who steps in as a true freshman. Both of these guys looked really good. Drive gets all the way down to the North Texas 23. Fourth and five. Nate Stanley drops back. Hits Noah Fant for the touchdown as Fant rumbles in across the middle of the field. Iowa regains the lead 17-14. to 14. As I mentioned, the running backs, it's important to mention at this point in time, the two running backs going down because as I mentioned, Torn Young and Ivory Kelly Martin stepped in. We're going to hear from Torn Young coming up um, later on in this program. We will not hear from Ivory Kelly Martin. Iowa's, pro, Iowa's um, protocol is that they will not let true freshmen speak to the media. Iowa scores a touchdown. Stanley to Fant. Here's Stanley after the game talking about the fourth down touchdown, putting Iowa back on top, 17-14. to 14. Play that we had the option to uh, to beat, beat a couple different coverages, and Noah ran a great route, and he uh, and he took some guys into the end zone with him, so he had a, he made a great effort to uh, to not only get the first down, but to score on that play. Big play, even better look. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game on going forward on fourth down and ultimately capitalizing with the touchdown. You know, at that point, we just kind of felt like we needed to do something. You know, we're just kind of running quicksand a little bit, and uh, I just felt like we had to try to try to get something going. So it was a great call and great execution. And, and just, you know, Nate, Nate is not out of the woods yet, but you think about the, the progress he's made from week one when we were out here last time. You know, I mean, he was he was struggling a little bit. Uh, but the last two weeks, he's really done a good job sitting in that pocket, finding the open guy and getting the ball there and, you know, pretty accurately. And, you know, so that's, that's really good. And the, that third down, fourth down stuff to me is really impressive. But a big part of that was Nate Stanley. He did a good job there. Ferentz was interestingly asked after the game as well by Mike Colossus of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, have you changed your demeanor, changed your approach on fourth down? And I like Ferentz's answer here. Here's what Kirk has to say about going forward on fourth down more often, as they did in this game, which they reaped the benefit of having the touchdown from Stanley to Fant. Yeah, it probably started the year the new Kirk stuff started, you know, uh, quite frankly. And I don't know if it's because of our approach of fourth down or because those fakes that didn't work. I'm still trying to de- decipher that. But uh, yeah, I think we, we started a different approach, and that was an out-of-season study that we did. We just uh, talked about it, and we spent a lot of time talking about it every Thursday now. And then part of it still is the feel of the game. And again, at that on that particular juncture there, I just felt like we needed to, you're either going to dig in and do something or else, you know, we're going to keep screwing around here. So I just felt like we had to do something. At this point in time, North Texas's offense has stalled. Three minutes left in the third quarter. Iowa takes over. 16 plays, demoralizing drive, 87 yards down the field, 8.50 time elapsed. Ivory Kelly Martin, the true freshman running back, he barrels into the end zone over the pile for a two-yard touchdown run. 24-14, to Hawkeyes take the lead in the third quarter. 15 of the 16 plays, 15 of 16 were rush plays. Then North Texas goes three and out. At this point in time, things are not looking good for the mean green. Our into the fourth quarter, Iowa gets the ball with 539 left in the fourth. 10 plays, 43 yards, 359 capped off with an Ivory Kelly Martin touchdown again from seven yards out this time. Hawkeyes, true freshman running back Kelly Martin, two touchdowns on the day. 31 to 14 is the final score after the touchdown. Iowa knocked on the door at the very end of the game, but they got inside the five and they ultimately kneeled the ball down. Here's Kirk Ferentz on his young running backs after the football game. Redshirt freshman Torin Young and true freshman Ivory Kelly Martin both playing big roles in this football game for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Here's Kirk. Both Torin, you know, last spring we found out more about Torin. He had a great spring. And um, and then with, uh, you know, uh, Ivory, it's been more so since since August when we got going. But both those guys have really practiced well. They just, they really conduct themselves well. And uh, Torin's a tough, hard-nosed runner. That's his deal. And uh, Ivory's really impressed. That's just with 
his, his focus, his ability to focus. And he's a really serious, you know, quietly serious guy. And uh, it's unusual for, for a guy just out of high school like that. So got a good skill set on top of it. And to me, it was no surprise that they played well. You know, we, I think we all had really good confidence in him. You always worry about a guy's first couple carries, you know, just to get his uh, uh, get his confidence level. But both those guys really did some good things. And they both missed a couple runs today, too. They're going to see on film, which will, I think, help them down the road. They, they both gave us, they're a big part of us winning this game. Both young running backs uh, looking to continue to have a little bit of success as they continue to get involved in the offense. We'll see what happens with Wadley's injury as well as Butler's injury. We won't know more than, more than likely till Tuesday when Kirk Ferentz and the players meet the media, but hopefully Wadley and Butler are not out for very long. But again, as Iowa has always been, next man in, Torn Young and Ivory Kelly Martin really looking like two good backs that can step in there, but totally different animal next week. As I mentioned in this program earlier, Iowa was able to wear down uh, North Texas. Here's Keegan Render, the offensive line, talking about when he could kind of feel that, when you could feel that North Texas defense finally wearing down. And this is an interesting perspective because that was the idea. I mean, they ran they ran the ball 15 or 16 times in that second to last possession. Here's Keegan Render talking about North Texas finally relinquishing a little bit of that strength. I mean, obviously you always hope for that, but um, as up front, we were just hoping on keep getting first downs, keep snacking them up, you know, keep taking the clock down and not letting their explosive offense get on the field for our defense. Keegan Render after Iowa's victorious over North Texas, 31-14. to This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. We're going to go ahead and take a real brief break, real quick one. When we get back, we're going to go ahead and get into all the stats, all the analysis. We'll get a Big Ten scoreboard, and we'll look ahead to what's coming up this week, not only on Hawkeyes Mike, but as well as on the field for the Hawkeyes and Penn State. Come on back for more. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. Easily in the slot, second and goal. Stanley hits easily. Touchdown, Iowa. After review, the ball came loose before crossing the goal line, fumbled into the end zone, touching the sideline. By rule, that's a touchback. 12 plays, 77 yards, 6.42 of clock. It appeared easily was in, but upon further review, a turnover, North Texas ball. Hawkeye's mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Stanley, end zone, off the deflection, it's caught. T.J. Hawkinson, touchdown Iowa. And after Wadley on the sideline is sure relieved. That bounce went the Hawkeyes way. TJ Hawkinson's first career touchdown reception. This one wasn't quite drawn up for the tight end. No, it wasn't. A fortunate bounce here early on for this Iowa team. Welcome back to Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter. Hawkeyes Mike broadcasting original Iowa Hawkeye programming for more than 10 years here at HawkeyesMike.com. Hawkeyes victorious in week three, 31-14 over the Mean Green. 
Green of North Texas. Hawkeyes moved to 3-0 on the year. Wins over Wyoming, Iowa State, and North Texas. Big one looming next week. Penn State, the number five ranked team in the land, coming to Kinnick Stadium under the lights. It's a night game, 6-30. Should be an interesting one. It's going to be played on, on ABC. Should be a fun football game. But let's go ahead and put the finishing touches on the North Texas victory here for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa wins 31 to 14. Now, there's a couple different ways you can slice this, a couple different ways you can look at it. And one of those ways is that they just struggled early. They couldn't really get their feet underneath them after a tough win last week against Iowa State. Or maybe they were looking ahead. Maybe they were overlooking North Texas a little bit. Penn State, they thwarted Iowa last year. I mean, they thumped them. It was bad. Then Iowa rebounded. They had a nice win at home the next week against Michigan. You know, the way the the season went last year was up and down. It was highs and lows. But... You can maybe think they're looking ahead a little bit for that revenge factor, that revenge game. And I don't necessarily know if I if I think exact. Well, I don't know. I'll toot my own horn a little bit. I did pick the score perfect. I did not think it'd be as crazy as it was. You know, you, you take one or two of those touchdowns that Iowa had in the first half that got called back and give those to them. Um, or they could have probably scored a touchdown at the very end of the game as well. They probably could have won this game by three scores or more. But again, they end up winning. So... I, I, I don't know. Just a really weird game. I don't think you could have ever thought that this was how it was going to go. We're three games in. I don't necessarily know how good or bad this Iowa team is. They've got good things happening in some areas. The running back game is good, assuming that Butler and Wildly can get healthy. They've had some great surprises in the wide receiving game. Noah Fant has been great at tight end. James or uh, Matt Vandenberg has been there in the wide receiving court, but he hasn't been the guy. It's been Nick Easley pretty much all season long, and I think him and Stanley are really developing a, a relationship that could ultimately blossom and bloom for the next couple of years to come, but... You look at the offensive line where they've had some struggles, but ultimately they've been pretty good, I think, protecting Stanley. Then you switch to the defensive side of the ball. The defensive line's been pretty good. Parker Hesse's having a hell of a season so far. The linebackers missing tackles at Iowa State, missing assignments and gaps uh, against North Texas. And the secondary, they put a little better against North Texas than the last than the first two weeks. or They put great against Wyoming. But there were some holes, obviously, that first game with guys starting, guys coming in, stepping in for Desmond King, Brandon Snyder being out, um, other you know guy, guys shifting in there. But then Iowa State, they had some breakdowns. They had some big letdowns. And then this game, they played a little bit better. And Josh Jackson really stepped up. He had that big field goal block, but he also had some really, really nice defensive plays in the secondary. So we'll see how things go. Um, It should be exciting going forward for the Iowa Hawkeyes in the Big Ten. Let's go ahead and get into game stats. We'll start with team stats first. Total offensive plays for North Texas, only 46 for 305 yards. They're averaging on the year 79 plays per game. They only had 46 in this football game to Iowa's 86 for 435 yards. First downs, Iowa with 28, North Texas with only 17. They were in the top three in the the, uh, FBS prior prior to this game in first downs only 17 rushing yards north texas 17 carries for 112 yards iowa 59 for 238 passing yards 193 for north texas 197 for the hawkeyes penalties were a huge factor in this football game a lot of bad ones for iowa a lot of questionable calls i'll never be a person to tell you that the officiating cost them a team a game it's never the case i'll argue with you until i'm blue in the face and eventually the argument will end with you being mad at me and i'll be mad at you and that's it the officiating is never a reason a team loses a football game but the officiating was not very good in this football game but it was both ways 13 penalties for north texas for 119 yards only six penalties for iowa for 63 yards, but they were some really big ones. You look at that uh, roughing the passer in the first half for A.J. Epineza, some really brutal pass interference calls, so 
A lot of penalties in this football game, 19 total. Time of possession. North Texas prides itself on time of possession. In the top 10 in FBS in time of possession, Iowa killed them in possessing the ball. 40 to 40-45 for Iowa to 19-15 for the Mean Green. That is lopsided, folks. Third down conversions. North Texas didn't convert one, only had six. 0 of 6, Iowa 11 of 18. Fourth downs, Iowa went forward on fourth down five times, converted four of those. Let me repeat that. Iowa under Kirk Ferentz went forward on fourth down five times and got four of them, including that big touchdown pass from Stanley to Fant. Red zone scores, Iowa not, not great in this game, three of five, one of one for North Texas. Individually, let's do some stats for North Texas. Passing, Mason Fine, 16-26, one pick, no touchdowns, 167 yards. Quinn Shanbor, he came in when Fine hurt his leg, 2-2, two of two, one touchdown, 26 yards. Mason Fine had a sprained knee. He did come back in this football game. Rushing, Jeffrey Wilson, 12 carries, 95 total yards, one touchdown for North Texas. Quinn Shanbor, he had one for 12. Nick Smith had a carry for seven yards, and Mason Fine had three carries for negative two yards. Receiving for the Mean Green, Turner Smiley. He had four for 74 yards. Jeffrey Wilson, four for 17. Jalen Darden, he had three for 30. And Lawrence had two for 19 for North Texas. Let's switch to the Iowa side of things. Starter Akram Wildly rushing only eight carries, 26 yards on the day. Wildly did lead this game with an injury. James Butler had 16 carries. He had 74 yards. He did not score a touchdown. Neither did Wadley. Wadley did score the touchdown, but it was unsportsmanlike conduct. Torn Young, he led the way. The uh, redshirt freshman, 81 total yards, um, 78 yards net, 19 carries. But the big story, I think, for the Iowa Hawkeyes was the true freshman, Ivory Kelly Martin, 11 carries, 74 yards. Two times he found pay dirt in this football game. Passing, Nate Stanley, the sophomore, continues to impress me. 16 of 27, two touchdowns, 197 yards. His stats have been, well, they have been gaudy. He's the first quarterback since the mid-80s when Chuck Hartley did it to pass for 10 touchdowns or more in the first in any three-game stretch. Hartley had 11. I believe it was 87 that happened with Hartley. But Stanley, 10 touchdowns through the first three games this year. He's had great stats. But more so than stats, his composure, his ability to be calm, cool, collected on the sideline as well as in tough situations. They had their backs against the wall when this first half started in this football game, just like they had their backs against the wall in the, in the second half against Wyoming, just like, just like they had their backs against the wall in that Iowa State game for the duration of the second half into overtime. Nate Stanley's been impressive. Kirk Ferentz has noticed it. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the football game talking about his sophomore quarterback. I don't mean to like, you know, laugh or chuckle, but I mean, there were some ugly plays that first game. You, you guys, if you were here, you probably would have noticed. Uh, it just, um, but there, there's no way to, you know, I say it about it about all the time, there's no way to give a player experience. You know, they have to go out and do it, and sometimes they got to they gotta suffer a little bit while they're doing it. Uh, and he plays a position that is so prominent, you know, prominently uh, observed, and then on top of it, uh, the way we do things, it, it's a hard position. Position. And to your point, you know, I was thinking about that. I don't know why uh, the other day, but I flashed back to uh, C.J. Beathard at Pittsburgh in 14. And uh, something happened this week that made me think of that, where he burned two timeouts on the goal line. And we're, we're in a goal line off. 
offense. I mean, we're running high school plays, and I say it in an endearing way. Uh, we've only got three plays on the goal line, right? And he burned two timeouts down there, and then Brian threatened to kill him on the sideline. Um, and CJ's, our, you know, he's one of the best players we've ever had, but that's where he was at at that point in 14, and that's where Nate was, you know, three weeks ago. So the improvement he's made is really, that's encouraging for us. Now, the ba- bad side is there's a couple bumps coming, you know. I mean, we all know that. Uh, but the guy's really, he's done some really impressive things so far. Anytime your head coach compares you to a guy like CJ Beathard, things are in pretty good shape, I think, so far. Uh, Beathard had a terrific career at Iowa. Um, we started seeing Beathard when he was a sophomore, and more so when he was a junior, and then even more so when he was a senior. And Nate Stanley, to have that comparison only three games into his career, is pretty solid, I think. Uh, receiving Nick Easley, the guy that we've talked about quite a bit this year, really stepping up. He led the way with five catches, 37 yards. TJ Hawkinson, he's really been a part of the offense well so far this year. Three catches, 29 yards. He did have that touchdown, was tipped at the line. Matt Vandenberg, the senior, three catches, 19 yards. And then Akram Wadley, the guy continues to get ball to get yards out of the backfield in the receiving game. Two catches for 80 yards. Wadley only had 104 yards total um, on the day, all-purpose yards, but he did make a big difference when he was in there in the first half. Punting, Colton Rastetter only had one punt. It was 47 yards on the day. Um, and then uh, kicking on the day, um, Iowa, very, very good, made all their extra points. Miguel Racinos, he was one for one in field goals. Tackling, it's not good when secondary guys lead the way in tackling. Miles Taylor, he had six total tackles. Manny Ragumba had five tackles. Josie Jewell had five. And Parker Hesse had four tackles. Uh, he led the way as well for the Iowa Hawkeyes in sacks. He had one sack and two tackles for loss. It was a weird game. Very strange game. It was a weird, weird thing. And um, the Iowa Hawkeyes really, really struggled at times. But all in all, they um, they got the victory. They were victorious 31-14 to over North Texas. And they move on to Penn State. The Big Ten season starts next week. So it should be interesting to see what the Iowa Hawkeyes can do this week. One of the interesting storylines that I'll keep an eye on will be the running back injuries, how James Butler and Akram Wadley look going into next week. But I would think I think they have a silver lining in the younger running backs that could play a part. One of those guys is Torrin Young. Had a chance to speak with Young after the game and they thought for sure he was going to get in those first two games. He did not see any carries, did not get in the game at all. And finally he breaks through and here's Torrin Young, the redshirt freshman after the game, talking about his excitement. And I can I can I can imagine how, how excited he would have been to get in this football game. Torrin Young, here he is after the Iowa win over North Texas. Um, yeah, Coach talked about getting me, working me in uh, this game, so I was expecting some carries, but I didn't know I was going to get that much. How fired up were you that when you got in there? I was very excited. You know, I've been eager since last year to get in there. Um, you know, first two games went by. I haven't been, got the opportunity to play yet, so I was definitely excited. Redshirt freshman Torin Young after the victory over North Texas. Iowa wins 31-14. They go on to 3-0. Big matchup next week against Penn State. They had a nice little win this last week, 56-0 over Georgia State. Let's go ahead and go through the Big Ten. Uh, Illinois lost to South Florida on Friday night, 47-23. Michigan struggled with Air Force, but they won 29-13. Nebraska lost at home to Northern Illinois, 21-17. Rutgers, 65. Morgan State, 0. Minnesota was victorious. P.J. Fleck, 3 you know, for the Gophers over Middle, Middle Tennessee State, 34-3. to Wisconsin rolled BYU 40-6. to Purdue uh, beat Missouri 35-3. to Watch out for Purdue this year. They've been very, very good thus far. Ohio State beat Army 38-7. to And then Northwestern was victorious over Bowling Green 49-7. Hawkeyes, 
they get Penn State next week. They got slaughtered by Penn State last year at Happy Valley, and this is a game that there will be a lot to be talked about this week. There's the revenge factor. There's the fact that Iowa is kind of an identity unknown so far. We don't know how good this team can be or how bad this team can be. They're 3-0, and but they haven't really beat any any world beaters. Um, the Cyclones did get a nice win um, this past weekend on the road um, at Akron. I don't know. I'm not really sure where Iowa's at, but we're going to get a really good gauge come Saturday how Iowa straps it up, how they go toe-to-toe with Penn State, and it could really dictate the entire season for this Hawkeye ball club. So, the game's on ABC, 6.30 on Saturday evening. You can catch the game. We're going to have all sorts of stuff for you on Hawkeye's Mike this week. Tune in at HawkeyesMike.com, at HawkeyesMike on Twitter, at Tyler Trumlin on Twitter. Follow me along as well if you'd like to converse throughout the week as well as during the game. Should be a lot of fun. As I said, you know, Hawkeye's Mike, we've been around doing this for over 10 years. Uh, if you want to be a part of it, let us know. Email us, info at HawkeyesMike.com. Interact with us. We've had a lot of fun. We're really, really tracking well this year. I think we're going to have um, even more listens, more down downloads, more anything that we've ever had before, which is great. We really appreciate all of that. So this is Quick Hits, the third edition of the year. Let's go ahead and wrap things up. Credit to ESPN for the clips used in this program. Iowa victorious over North Texas, 31-14. to Iowa moves to 3-0. We'll be back next week. This has been Quick Hits. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, here on Hawkeyes Mike, hawkeyesmike.com. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll-free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll-free 1-800-383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.